The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast on how to overcome a scarcity mindset. Why is this important? Before we dive into what scarcity is, I think this is a really important topic because we can get so focused on everything that is missing in our lives rather than finding the gratitude for everything that we do actually have and the impact that that makes and when we shift and change our mindset to be focused on abundance rather than lack, everything changes. Our whole perspective on life changes because scarcity impacts our whole perspective of life. It impacts our joy and our happiness It impacts our emotions because when we're focused on the things that are missing and what's lacking in our lives, then that obviously affects how we feel, but then it also impacts the way that we behave. So we are usually very responsive to our emotions unless we're consciously aware of them and we will react based on how we feel. So when we're focused on things that are missing and the things that we don't have and the things that aren't working in our lives or everything that's scarce, then we will then usually behave in a scarcity way. So I really want to dive into that today because it's something that I think that people don't realize that they're doing. So these certain behaviors come up to play and they can be very much a self-sabotaging behavior. But when they're driven by scarcity, it keeps us stuck in a scarcity mindset. The other thing it also affects is our vibration, which then affects how much we manifest. So if we want more abundance, we need to be aware of where we're showing up in a scarcity mindset. And because what happens is we lower our vibration down to meet that level of scarcity. And then we then produce and attract more of that scarcity. So this is why it's so important that we start to shift and change our mindset to be more focused in an abundant focus. So then it helps to shift everything else in our lives. So what is a scarcity mindset? So a scarcity mindset is where we focus on everything that is missing in our lives, of all the things that we want and we don't, or we think we can't have, of all the ways that we can't have what we want and everything that is lacking, anything that is scarce. And a lot of the time we don't realize that we're coming from a place of scarcity. And sometimes it's by noticing our behaviors or noticing how, the, how we feel And we're focused so much on the problem that we cannot see the solution. We cannot see the forest for the trees, as that old saying goes. So how do we change and and overcome a scarcity mindset? There is always more. There is always plenty, a plethora, enough. But why don't we believe this? I think there's so many things in society that tell us that we're not enough and we believe. And I think there's a lot of businesses that really thrive on a scarcity mindset that quick, you better get it before they run out or there's only limited spaces available. Like it's very focused on using scarcity as a sales uh, technique. So we are very much conditioned in a way that things are of lack and things that are a shortage. And so when we're sitting in that place of lack and we feel like there's a shortage of money or time or options. Maybe it's even just possibilities. 
and we're constantly stressing about the what ifs and the lack thereof, this only creates more scarcity. Not only do the thoughts, those negative thoughts that are running through our minds about what's missing and what's lacking, that not only do they keep us stuck and they keep us in a place of despair and confusion, but there's no way of latching onto that thought and thinking that it will get us out. Right. So we need to one, be able to notice and recognize where we're having a scarcity mindset so we can start to shift and change the focus. So in a business context, it could be focused on stressing about where the next paycheck is going to come from, where the next client's going to come from. It could be focusing on just focusing on the next client rather than the next 10 to 20. It can be short term focused. So constantly on on the hamster wheel of checking Instagram, checking every platform, every opportunity for money to be coming into your business. It's constantly thinking that there's never enough. It's being jealous of other people because you think that, well, if they get it, they have the success and there's not enough for you. It's uh, being jealous of other people who have money when you don't. It's that constant focus of lack. So it could also be not being generous. So thinking that you don't have enough, so then you cannot give. It's that constant place of overindulging in a, in a scarcity mindset where we're overeating or overspending or just thinking being gluttonous in a way that is like, well, I have to use it now because there won't be any more. So it's that constant focus on lack. that There's never going to be enough. There's never going to be enough time, not enough money, not enough food or whatever it might be. Uh, it's always just focused on that place of lack. So when we think about having a scarcity mindset, we need to be able to one, notice what it's causing because it's not necessarily even about what's caused it, right? Because we can look at different things in a different perspective. So it's more about focused on what it's causing, because if you don't want to continuously be in a scarcity mindset, then you need to look at what you need to change. So then you're no longer in it and you're focused on more of an abundant mindset. So the hard part is that we're constantly focused on the problem or the issue or the lack thereof, and that can keep us really, really stuck. And by focusing on the problem, that doesn't create a solution. It doesn't serve us in any form or way. And it's really interesting when you notice that someone's in a scarcity mindset is that they're constantly focused on it and we can hear ourselves telling the story about it. And us as human beings, we have this innate need to constantly tell everybody about a problem, right? It's like we gain connection through it or something. There's something that we gain through it by, we need to be able to let go of that need to constantly tell the sob story and constantly tell the things that aren't working. Because I think we, we connect in a negative way in society. And it's, and I've said this before on the podcast that, you know, you can be in a line lining up for anything in particular. And if you are kind and you are openly excited to meet somebody new and you say hello to someone, they're more less likely to say hello to you. But if you turn around and actually say, look, how's this line? This is ridiculous and connect in a negative way, then they're more likely to feel safe enough to connect to you. It's really bizarre and it is starting to change, which is great. But being able to notice that we're constantly focused on the problem, it's not going to create a solution. And by continuously telling the story, even when it's true, because I know that you're going to be like, yes, but it's true, Christine. And you can fight for that and you can rationalize it for whatever you need. But I'm telling you, repeating the story multiple times does not solve the problem. It doesn't make you feel good. It doesn't help you to shift out of a scarcity mindset. You've got to be able to shift and change that story to an abundant focus before it'll help you get out of that 
mindset. So being able to stop telling the story, like as much as it's hard to do that, because I know you want to tell everybody and I know you want to share it with people around you that when they ask you, how are you or what's happening in your life? It's so easy to go straight to the negative story. And it's so easy to go to the scarcity mindset story because that's what people connect with. But you get to change it. You get to shift it and still tell the story, but in an abundant way. And like if you're rather than saying I'm broke or I can't afford it, then talk about it in a completely different way. Just having some cash cash flow challenges at the moment and I'm choosing to spend my money elsewhere. Do you see how it, it means the same thing, but it feels different in the body. So when you turn around and go, I'm choosing to spend my money elsewhere rather than say, oh, I can't afford it. It's a completely different feel to it. And it's not focus on the problem, right? It's not regenerating or it's not recreating the situation by talking about it in a negative way. It's focused on choice and it's going, well, this is what I can control. And so being able to notice where you're telling a story and if you're consistently telling a sob story, you're consistently telling a scarcity mindset story, then just stop. Like it's not serving you in any way. So start to refocus your attention and start focusing on what actually already exists in your life and start to lift your vibration in focusing on what you can control and look for the positive side of things. So in the mindset of that mindset, in the concept of that, you may need to learn to forgive. And I don't say that lightly because I know it's not easy for a lot of people, but it is possible. And so if you are having major, you know, if there's areas of your life where you're having major concerns with it about being scarcity, whether it's relationships, whether it's money, whether it's business, whether it's in your environment, whatever it might be, if there's something that is lacking and you're constantly focused on that, then you may need to start thinking about how you can not only forgive the, the, energy of that. So because money or your environment relationships or lack thereof is just an energy. So being able to think about how you can forgive that area of your life and then forgive yourself as well. Because I think there's a lot of, a lot of times we can turn that forgiveness back onto ourselves and blame ourselves for it. And that doesn't serve us either. So being able to find a way to forgive is a really beautiful way to be able to let that old story go and start to bring in a new story into your life that actually serves you. So that might be through writing a letter. It's a beautiful way to get it out of your head because sometimes you can't just say it. Oh, yeah, I forgive that area of my life. It's not like you actually believe it. So being able to rewrite the story in your mind and first things first, you need to get out all the frustrations, all the anger, all the blame, all of it out of your brain and out onto paper. So writing a letter to money is a beautiful way to start to forgive money for any grievances, for any you know challenges, any frustration, any guilt that you have, any hurt, any pain that you want to blame money for. I know it sounds really interesting. If this is a concept that you've never heard of before, then me saying this might be really quite left field. And you're like, what do you mean write a letter to money about how you're frustrated with it or you're hurt by it? Believe me, there is going to be a lot that you blame money for if you've never considered doing this activity before. Take 10 minutes, find some privacy, write down a letter to money, write down everything that you blame money for, everything that you're angry at money for, everything that you feel guilty about with money, write it all out onto paper. And then when you feel like you've completely emptied out, then write how how you're going to forgive money 
and then write how you would like your relationship with money to be now rather than what it is. So shift it and change it and then bring your focus back to appreciation and gratitude. There is something quite powerful in doing that that really helps to change everything. And you can do this with any area of your life. It doesn't have to be just money or finances. It can be relationships. It can be family. It can be anything that you're feeling that's where you're stuck in that place of scarcity. Write a letter. You don't have to send it. That's not what I mean. It's, you don't have to send it. You can do a ritual burning if you really like. But being able to get all of the, the hurt, negative emotion that you're experiencing with regards to that area of your life, get it all out onto paper. It's beautiful and cleansing in the way that it helps to release it from your mind and helps you to notice and, and see things differently from a different perspective because you're like, wow, I didn't realize that I had all those feelings about that. And once you have it all out, then it's easy to have a clearer focus and you can start to change your attention and focus it more onto appreciation and gratitude. So how do we change and overcome a scarcity mindset? It's all about having the willingness to choose to think differently. And I say that because we need to have the willingness. We can't just go, well, okay, I'm going to try this. Well, trying is not actually willing. It's not giving you the full 100%. I'm going to change this. You need to be willing to change it. So being able to let go of what that old story was giving you. Because a lot of the time when we have stories that are giving us some form of connection or if the story is helping us feel significant in a situation or or a relationship, then that can often keep us stuck doing that behavior because it's fulfilling a core need of ours. Whereas... When you start to let it go, you need to start noticing, okay, what was it giving me? And am I, am I willing to let that go? Once you feel like you're willing to let that go and you're starting to think about how you could choose to think differently, we need to think about the truth that you've created around it because that story is embedded with truth based on evidence that you've found in your life and your experience and your past to back that belief up. It depends on how long that belief has been there and how quick it is to change it. So if that's something that's deeply ingrained from a long, long, long time of believing that thought or having that story, then it may take a little bit longer. It's like anything with a habit. You need to be able to, our thoughts, our beliefs are actually a habitual thought that we've had multiple times. So if we need to change it, we need to put the time and effort into changing it. And it does take a little bit of time. So the first way to do that is to start questioning the truth behind it. Is it really true? What, are, what is the evidence behind it? What are the facts? Because sometimes we actually embellish for the purpose of us feeling better or we embellish to make the story sound better. It's more entertaining, right? It's literally society, the way that news is now, that we're, we're taught to entertain. So being able to notice where the facts are in the story and is there truth to it? Because... And even if the truth isn't serving you, you get to choose whether you want to tell that story. So being able to change that story. And that's not easy because we need to, but one, overcome that inner critic of ours and overcome the negative self-talk that happens between our ears. And it also comes from the negative bias. So our brains have a negative bias that is focused towards pointing out or noticing any threat or danger to us and anything that is negative that could cause us harm or forms any form of threat comes across and it's very much in our line of sight. So being able to notice where that is happening and forgive it because 
We need the negative bias. It's our fear-based thinking to be able to keep us safe. So it keeps us safe from any form of danger. But in this day and age, because we're not in life-threatening danger every single day, our primal brains haven't really evolved. So that negative bias actually comes across like judgments from other people, or it could be uh, uncertainty in changes of life, or maybe it's because the money that you have or lack thereof gives you a certain amount of certainty. And when that's taken away, that causes so much unknown that there's a lot of fear around that. And that's a negative bias. So it's being able to overcome those thought patterns that are so well ingrained in that inner critic talk by being able to focus on what you want instead of what you have. And I don't mean, well, you have a shitty car and you don't like it anymore, so you want a Ferrari and you focus on the Ferrari. That's not at all what I mean. You need to focus on what you do have that makes you feel good so then you can shift out of that scarcity mindset. And it's the same way with reframing the thoughts that I was talking about before. Rather than saying I can't afford it, we focus on, well, I'm choosing to spend my money elsewhere. It's finding that good feeling thought, the in-between thought that is not completely untruthful and is not completely so left field that your brain goes, that's a load of crap. You really want to focus on one that feels good. So find a thought that actually feels good and focus on what you do have. And a beautiful way to refocus your attention is just to sit and think about all the things that are going well in your life. Focus on what worked well this week. What can you focus on that makes you feel good, that maybe you achieved, that you overcame, that you did that felt good, that you had someone say something nice to you, or maybe the sun was shining, or the kids survived this week, whatever it might be. It's really important that you focus on the good. It is so easy to fall back into a scarcity mindset and focus on what's not working, but it creates so much pain and heartache and despair and anxiousness and anger and fear. Like why choose that? Because you are choosing it every single, every single time you think it, it's a choice. So we've got to take that power back and take yourself off autopilot and consciously focus on what am I thinking about? What am I focusing my attention on? Am I focused on what is working? Am I focused on what I can control? Am I focused on what I already have in my life? Because so many times we're in a place of what we call scarcity when it's really not that bad. Like if you've got clean drinking water, a roof over your sh- over your head, you've got food in the fridge, you've got Wi-Fi, you've got access to a mobile phone, you have access to the world and you have access to so much more than a lot of people don't even get. And we get to choose to be grateful for that. And it's not, doesn't sound silly and it's not being you might think, well, okay, well, that's just being ignorant. That's just ignoring the problem. And that's not the case because when you're stuck in a scarcity mindset and you're so focused on the problem that, and you're trying to find a solution in that energy, you're not going to be able to find a beautiful solution. that's going to change everything for you. But when you're in a place of abundance and you're in a feeling, a good feeling place that you're focused on everything that you have in your life, you're more likely going to see more options and more possibilities. And when you prime your brain to look for those, more opportunities will come. So even taking a a moment to sit down and write a list of 20 options that you think are ways to make more money or to improve the area of your life that you would like to focus on, write down 20 different ways that you can improve it. What are your options? What what are your go-tos? 
And you may go, well, 20, that's a lot. When you sit down and actually do it and consciously put the effort in to do it, it's quite easy. And I want to challenge you and go even further. If once you've come up with 20, try to create five more. And then when you've, when you've created 25, try to create another five. Because I guarantee you when you're in that idea generating energy, more and more ideas will come. But you've got to prime your brain for that because it's so easily going to go back to the negative. So the more you can do that on a regular basis, the more impact it's going to make on the way that you feel and the behavior that it follows. Remember how I talked about your feelings and your emotions create your behaviors? Because we react to our feelings. So when you're feeling like there's a lack of, when you're feeling terrible because something isn't working, when you're focused on the problem, what is your behavior going to be? Most likely a self-sabotaging behavior or a negative behavior that still keeps you stuck in that same place. So make yourself feel good first. Focus on on an inspired thought. Improve what you're focusing on by changing your attention and focus on what you do have and what is working and how that makes you feel. And then think about creating new options and solutions. Don't create solutions from the problem state. The thinking that got you there is not going to get you where you want to be. Some key questions that you could ask yourself to be able to refocus your attention could be, what is this situation giving you now? Sometimes when we don't notice, when we're so stuck in the problem, we actually don't notice the opportunities that are available to us because we're so focused on that. But if you really sit in that question and ask you, what is this giving you now? What are you taking for granted? Those simple things in life that we talked about earlier, electricity, Wi-Fi, food, water, What are we taking for granted that we could possibly find appreciation for to move into that feel-good feeling or feel-good thought? What opportunities is this situation giving you that you haven't noticed? Really take the time to think this one through. It's easy to focus on the lack, but when you really look deeply, you find new opportunities that weren't there before. Create that list of options to attract more abundance into your life and focus on what you can control. Find out what are you truly grateful for? So what if you woke up every single day grateful for what you had? What if you were able to notice all the beauty and the simple pleasures in life that made you feel good? What if you were able to see every opportunity as a opportunity? (laughs) What if you were able to see every possibility as something positive? What if you were able to see every obstacle as an opportunity for growth? What if you were able to see every roadblock as a new opportunity to get to know how resilient you are? What if you were able to see every negative response or judgment as a call for help and a call for compassion? What would life be like for you if you focused only on the good? What could be possible for you if you saw the positive side of everything? How would you wake up each morning? It's worth giving it a go, right? I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I want to say how grateful I am for you for showing up every single week and doing this work with me. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll speak to you all next week. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it forward to speaking with you next week and here's to taking your life to the next level.